Genesis 24, God's loyal love and faithfulness. And Yahweh passed over before him, and he proclaimed, Yahweh, Yahweh, God, who is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and abounding with loyal love and faithfulness. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Exodus 34, verse 6. John 14, verse 6. Woven within the passage of Genesis 24 are two words which describe the character and nature of God. Kesed and Emet, or simply God's loyal love and faithfulness, making the whole passage overflow with God's loyal love and faithfulness, His mercy and truth. As we begin to read, we are reminded of how the Lord, Yahweh, had blessed Abraham in all things. At this point in the life of Abraham, he is old and well advanced in age. But before his death, he takes up the initiative to find a spouse for his son. On a certain day, he called his oldest servant, who ruled or had dominion over all that he had. He asked him to swear an oath. We are not told his name, but if you've read Genesis 15, 2, then you probably noticed Abraham had a servant whose name was Eliezer. His name means God's help. Though Abraham's request was a little unusual, he asked his servant to put his hand under his thigh, to swear before the Lord, God of the sky and of the land, that he must not take Isaac, a wife, from the daughters of the land of Canaan, but he must go to Abraham's land, to his family, and there take a wife for Isaac. His servant wanted to know what would happen if the woman would not be willing to come back with him to the land of Canaan, where Abraham lived. Must he take Isaac back to Abraham's land? But Abraham warned him to beware. Beware not to take Isaac back there. Abraham is the one that had come from the land of Ur of the Chaldeans. Isaac was born in the land of Canaan. So why would he ask not to take him back there? Verse 7 is Abraham's statement of faith. He tells his servant about his God, the God of the sky, who took him from his father's house, from the land of his family, who spoke and swore to give him and his seed the land of Canaan. That God would send his messenger or angel 
before the servant and to take Isaac, a wife. If the woman would not be willing to come, then he would be released from the oath. So the servant put his hand under Abraham's thigh and took an oath. Placing his hand under his master's thigh was symbolic of just how serious the oath might have been. And he took ten of Abraham's camels and departed. You might be asking why ten? His master's goods were in his hands at his disposal. So he left for Aran or Mesopotamia to the city of Nahor, the son of Terah, Abraham's brother. When he arrives, he doesn't enter the city, but goes to a well of water and makes his camels kneel down there. It's in the evening, the time women go out to draw water. He whispers in his heart to the Lord God of Abraham that he might give him success and that he might show his master care said, which is to say mercy, kindness or loyal love. Here we find our first description of the nature or character of God. God is merciful, overflowing with loyal love. He tells God his plan to test the young women of the city as they come out to draw water at the well. The girl who would let down her pitcher and gave him and his camels water to drink, she would be the one God appointed for God's servant Isaac. She would be the one to pass the test. And if God had done that, he would know the Lord had granted Abraham Kesed, loving kindness. But before he could finish speaking, Rebekah appeared. The young woman had a beautiful countenance, a virgin. She went down the well, filled her pitcher and came back up. Then Abraham's servant ran to meet her and asked for water. So she said, Drink, my lord. She quickly let down her pitcher and gave him a drink. When he had finished drinking, she also drew water for his camels. The man wondered in silence if the Lord had made his journey prosperous. So when the camels had finished drinking, he took a nose ring and two bracelets for Rebekah's hands. He asked her whose daughter she was and if there was room for lodging in her father's house. She said she was the daughter of Bethuel, Milka's son, who she bore to Nahor. She also said there was room to lodge. Then the man bowed down his head and worshipped the Lord, saying, Blessed be the Lord, God of my master Abraham, who has not forsaken his mercy and his truth toward my master. Kesed, 
and emet. Here we find our second description of the nature and character of God. Emet can be translated as faithfulness or truth. God is truth, a firm foundation, overflowing with faithfulness. Abraham's servant tells Rebekah that it was the Lord who led him to the house of his master's relatives, the messenger or angel of the Lord. When she had heard this, she ran to tell her mother's household all these things. Rebekah had a brother, Laban, Abraham's nephew. When he saw the earring and bracelets on Rebekah's hands and had listened to all that she said, he ran to Abraham's servant and invited him to the house where he had made provisions for him. When they had set a meal before him, he did not eat because he had not said what he wanted to say. Laban asked him to speak. He told them how the Lord had greatly blessed Abraham with great riches and that Sarah had given birth in her old age to Isaac. Isaac had owned everything Abraham owned and that before he came he had sworn an oath to find Isaac a wife from Abraham's father's house. It was the only way he would be released from the oath. So that day the Lord had appointed Rebekah for his master's son when he met her at the well. Then he asked them if they would deal kindly, Kesed, and truthfully, and met with Abraham's request. Laban and Bethuel discerned the request had come from the Lord. They considered what the servant had just said, what the Lord has spoken, the word of God. When the servant heard their words, he worshipped the Lord, bowing himself down to the ground. He must have realized that the Lord had made his way prosperous a second time. So he brought jewels of silver and gold and clothes, gave them to Rebekah. He also gave precious things to her brother and mother. Then they ate and drank, and when they had spent the night, they rose up early in the morning to ask for permission to leave. But Rebekah's brother and mother asked for Rebekah to stay a few days, at least ten. After that, she would go. But Abraham's servant pleaded with them not to delay him, because the Lord had prospered his way. He asked that they permit him to return to his master. So they called Rebekah and asked for her opinion. Would she go with the servant? And so she agreed that she would go with him. They sent Rebekah away with her nurse, Abraham's servant and his men, and they blessed her to be the mother of thousands of ten thousands. Her descendants would possess the gates of those who hated them. Then Rebekah and her maids 
got on the camels and followed Abraham's servant and departed. Now Isaac made his way from Behelalahiroi, the well of the one who lives and sees me, the same well where the messenger or angel of the Lord met Hagar in Genesis 16 verses 13 and 14. Isaac went out to meditate in the field in the evening, and when he lifted up his eyes, he saw camels coming. Rebekah also lifted up her eyes and saw Isaac. She got down from the camel, asked Abraham's servant about the man walking in the field to meet them. And the servant said, it was his master. Therefore, she took a veil and covered herself. Then the servant told Isaac all the things he had done. So Isaac brought Rebekah into his mother Sarah's tent, took her, and she became his wife. And he loved her, and Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Heavenly Father, the God of heaven and earth, thank you for another prosperous week, another blessed Sabbath. Thank you for your goodness and truth. It is because of your grace that we are alive. Your compassions never fail. They are fresh every morning. Great is your overwhelming loyal love and faithfulness. You are our God, a very present help in the time of need. May you direct us on the path to salvation that we may inherit your prosperity, eternal peace and comfort. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Amen.